welcome to Declutter Me, a podcast about organizing and decluttering your life. And hey, Shalina. Hi, Shrek. How are you? I'm doing okay. How, how are you? I'm not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice sunny day. Oh, wait. We live in Dubai. It's always it's sunny. A, it's a 40 degree day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's um, going to be a hot week. It is. Yeah. We're in the middle of summer now. So it's yeah. something we have to just <laughs> deal with for the next. Uh, couple of months yeah unfortunately most uh, in most cases at this time we'd be talking about either where you've gone or where you will be going but that's not done an not option this year. so we just have to talk about how hot it is how many showers we have to have during the day because we go outside and it's too hot yeah. and this is our lives welcome to dubai Welcome to Dubai. <laughs> uh, so, so last week you interviewed um, Sarah Bickers, right? So she's a professional yes. organizer, but she focuses on a specific. Um, uh, she specialized in dealing with people who are diagnosed with uh, things like ADHD. It was fascinating to find out that actually, I think a few of my clients have ADHD. Maybe not diagnosed, but they have the traits of it. So that was interesting to hear her talk about her clients and, you know, how to deal with these kind of clients. And I was like, oh, I might be doing this already. Um, and also it was good to hear about her, you know, the method she used, the tips and tricks. And especially, you know, she had those post-it notes at the back of her and we asked about that and, um, you know, she mentioned it was the Kanban method. So that was really interesting because I haven't heard of it before um and she shared a video with me afterwards um which we'll share today with um with our viewers um in the show notes but um I thought it might be good to talk about that because you know I've looked more into it and I know you actually use it which I didn't know um so you know it's another way of being more productive and there's you know she uses it in one way and she uses it as a visual tool to help people because people with ADHD um you know they need to have that visual stimulus to make to help them you know do the task to get organized to do you know do the day-to-day things in their life um but how do you use it um so for context it's important to remember as well like so obviously i I come from a tech background and and this is this is as a method it's used a lot in in software development like that's kind of where it became really popular um and it it kind of it expands a little bit more than just the kanban method which is the idea of visualizing what uh, what you what what you're doing Uh, but then also looking at it from a team perspective which is where i use it as well even today um, as a way of visualizing as a team what kind of what you're working on and and stuff. So one of the things I think that I really like about this is, and this is true, by the way, even of a regular to-do list, is often you on a project, you don't actually know everything that you're going to be needing to do up front. Right. Okay. Right? So you tend to discover that as you break things down. So at a high level, you can take, and I'll, I'll give a software development example, but at a high level, we can be like, okay, we're going to design um, an application. It's going to have a user menu and a, and a, you know, like a, and a cart and a product page and something, something, right? Um, but then as you break it down, you suddenly realize that, oh, by the way, I also have to build a payment card system, and then I also have to allow the users to do a password reset system and I'm using very simple examples. These are things we tend to know in advance. But the idea is there's a, lot, there's a lot of things that you discover as you go through. And I think anybody that works on any kind of project discovers this. And uh, the downside of using a to-do list for some of this stuff is it's very hard to visualize, right? So you have a to-do list which comes, out, comes to you as a list of things to do. And you keep adding things to the bottom of that list and you're just 
getting overwhelmed like the more that's happening yeah, and yeah, so where the true. where the the kanban method comes in and then sort of the expansion of it which is like something called scrum which you do as a team and things like that which is a rugby term of course but um, but is the idea that you visualize the different process the different tasks that need to be accomplished and at what stage the tasks are um, in the chain of the project Right, and so what happens is, I mean, again, to use the the development example, is you might have something that says, okay, these are things we need to do. Yeah. Uh, but then there's like this one is in a first development stage, or this one is in a testing stage. This one is in a um, uh, could be like a whatever is a user testing stage versus an internal testing stage. This one is in a bug fixing stage. This one is a quality control stage. It could vary, right? But what yeah. happens when you start doing that is you start seeing from a, from a capacity point of view how many things are being worked on in parallel and at at what level. Right, so if you have a if you have a testing team that's doing something, and you notice on the board right away that like, wow, there's seven things they're doing. There's no way they're doing all seven of those, which means this is not what's being worked on. Which means a couple of those things need to be moved into the the pile, the the total stockpile, and it's not actually what's being worked on. Um, but what what happens as a process is actually you move things into the queue only when you can work on them, and everything right. else just sits in that sort of original stockpile just by itself, but at any given right. time you have visibility. So if you talk about what I do today, uh, when obviously as you know, I produce multiple shows and each episode is in yes. different stages, yes. right? So each episode comes in a, in a different stage. So sometimes something is just recorded. Sometimes something is just scheduled, like we haven't even gotten to the recording, but we know it's coming. Um, yeah. And then sometimes some things are recorded, but they haven't been edited yet and so on. And so there's different stages in, in the chain of an episode that goes through, but then each one belongs to a different project and so on. So the idea of visually sort of looking at, so the board that we have set up is the one that um, you can actually see color-coded which show something belongs to, what stage right. of the episode sort of cycle that they're on, and then you kind of know who's working on them, right? These things can all be assigned to. I mean, I use uh, so uh, to kind of use the. I use a tech system, right? So Sarah's uh, thing is based on sort of the, using a Post-it note system, and this is, I think, what. Yeah. Um, even if you look at the dev companies and stuff, this is kind of what they do when um, they're all sitting in an office together, right? So they can have a big board in the corner, and they can um. kind of work off of Post-it notes, right, to see where right. everything is in a stage. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you know, uh, we I, I work a lot more remotely, and so that's not exactly the, the easiest thing to do. Uh, so I use a service called Trello to, to accomplish this. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, and Trello, yeah, and Trello is, uh, works the same way. It's meant to be a project management tool, but it does things in the form of these boards, right, in the Kanban board. Mm -hmm. And so you can design what the list should be. You can design your different cards. You can define what category and color each card belongs to, who it's assigned to if you want to assign it to somebody. Um, and mm. in the case of in the case of uh, episodes, what I also do is I use the the task manager tie-in to that. So I actually yeah. assign dates to when episodes we know because we kind of know the schedule. Like you know that a show is going to put out a new episode on Wednesday or every second Wednesday, which means this episode is going to be the one that goes on that Wednesday or that date, and okay. we kind of mark it. So I can quickly look at a calendar as well. I can just shift views to look at a calendar to see like okay, where are we on the ones we need to work on, and are we cutting it too close, or you know where where are we? Uh, yeah. but the biggest the biggest thing is the visualization, right? So to be able to see, oh, we have so much stuff in production versus so much stuff that's just sitting in, in the bank. Um, and if there's too much stuff in production, we know we're not accomplishing it, right? Because the team is finite and the number of people working on stuff is limited. Right. Well, that's fascinating because I have found, um, and I, while you were talking about it and how you use it, I just realized that I watched um, 
a program on Disney Plus about making a Frozen 2. And I have a feeling they use the same system because they had a big board and then the amount of days before, you know, the release date and blah, blah, blah. And I think they use the same method um, in a way, which is, and and, and they had a a computer program as well, but they had the board up with all the stuff. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's just fascinating. So many different people and different reasons to use this system. And, you know, I have seen it, but not, you know, put a name to it and, you know, realize fully what it was. Um, so that, that, that's, that's fascinating to see that you can use it in different ways within your life. You know, you use it for production, you know, Disney use it for production. Sarah uses it for a day-to-day life and to show her clients how to use it. Um, so that, 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 that's, that's so interesting for me. Um, and it is great, you know, and I am a fan of visualization. I use mind maps to do my planning, um, which is another way of visualizing because it's color coded. Um, but yeah, I mean, with Sarah's, she had that it was, the options was could do, doing and done. Done, yeah. Yeah. And so hers was, you know, all the could do, and then she moves, you know, the ones that are the priority into the doing. And then once it's done, goes into the done and then reviews it every week. And that's great, I think, for a lot of people who want to get organized. Um, and, you know, they so they can use Trello if they want to do it digitally. Yeah, they can actually. So Trello actually has, has a, a, the baseline tier is free. Um, so you can right. go in, you can create an unlimited number of boards. And then an unlimited number of things. The limitations are on like the, the extra integrations that you can do. But I mean, right. you know, okay. like so. As an example, um, I mean, we use obviously we're using it for for work, and that's a different story. But um, yeah. you can you you're allowed only one integration. So if you integrate just the calendar, then that's all you get. You can't integrate with other services, let's say. But right. uh, for an individual, I think that's that's good enough. And if the that's free tier is, yeah. is very powerful, like there's no limitation on the number of uh, cards you have, the number of uh, lists you make, or whatever, right? Which is great, I think. Um, so I, yeah, I think I think Sarah's uh, put kind of like a very. It, it was good because it was kind of give you an idea of saying this is the, in a simple form. This is yeah. how you can use it, right? And in yeah. in her case, the the focus is on that doing list, right? So yeah. um, at at any given time, you don't get overwhelmed by that like could do list because it looks like there's a lot going on there. But you look at the doing list and you're like, I've got these two things to work on right now, and nothing else matters. And I work on yeah. that, and only when so if you figured out that your capacity is two things at a time. What happens is until you move one thing out of the doing list into the done list, you don't bring another yeah. thing into the doing list. And sort of that's yeah, kind of like exactly. how you manage um, that, that capacity, so to speak, right? So, uh, yeah. and larger teams do the same way. So um, a good, a good uh, and I know this is like a bit of a funny example, but a good, uh, so the, the show Silicon Valley, which ran on HBO, um, which again yes, is, is, yeah. is, is based on the building of a tech company. Um, yeah. I think in their first season, when they first kind of branch out and start doing it, and then the business operations guy finally gets involved, and so he institutes this exact system, right? So he then oh, creates really? a board. Yeah, he creates a board with post-it notes and says, "Okay, these are everything we have to do, color coded by where in the." Um, system architecture it's important right what's on the service side what's on the client yeah. side and so on and what's design versus database or whatever else right yeah. um, and then what happens is actually is the way they work on it is the team is sitting kind of near the board when someone is ready to work on something he goes picks up the post-it note of what he's working on uh, moves it there to you know and marks it as i'm taking care of this now right and so everybody's only working on one thing at a time and not trying yeah. to work on too many things because it's very clearly defined and visually, you know, for someone like a manager to come in and just take a quick look and see where everything is. Are things moving gradually in the right direction? Because that's 
the end of the day, that's what you want. And I think this is something yeah. a to-do list can't accomplish. So if I were to do a to-do list of all the episodes that I need to produce, like, uh, you know, like I, I would A, be over, really overwhelmed very quickly, but I would yeah. not really be able to see if something is getting stuck somewhere or if I need to work, if something's due and the task that needs to happen before it, so either the recording or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I it think... Would just be, it would just be crazy. Yeah, and I but I think I mean this is one way one system to use, and it's 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 good for you know for teams or if you need that visual um, stimulus, um, and so there's different methods. I mean, I use to do lists um, as we've talked before, um, so it just depends on what's the best me- best method for you. Uh, I mean, this actually sounds like a good method. It's just trying to find a board and a, a wall to put it up on, you know, for me. So yeah, that's sure. just too much. And for me, digital options exist as well, right? They're they're useful for that, yeah. Yeah, and for me, it would be clutter on my wall, which I wouldn't be happy about. Whereas some other people would be like, "No, actually, that's not clutter; that's helpful." So it just depends on what you can handle on a visual basis. Um, And yeah, the digital option would be better for me because I'm a a digital um, girl now with these kind of apps. yeah, I think if you have to look at like a kind of a difference, maybe or kind of a way to segregate like where to. Like, by the way, I do. I I use a to do list too, and we talked about that like a couple episodes yeah. ago, right? Like it's not like I don't do that because there are things I need to do outside of like produ- producing episodes that I need a task list to maintain. Yeah. Um, I think the difference for me is like when you're working on a project, and it doesn't have to always involve multiple people, but a project that requires multiple or things that require a few stages. Um, mm. Or and there's like a lot of things happening, right? So there's different moving parts. So you, in my case, it's different shows and sort of where they are yeah. in the chain. Uh, for yeah. other people, it may be other things. For these things, like a to-do list is uh, gets overwhelming because if I have to do, create a to-do list for every task, I need to have like six subtasks. Whereas in a, yeah. in a Kanban yeah. board, I have to take that task and just move it across the six lists. And yeah. you see that there's, like, so, there's a big difference between the two two options. So one works really well in one, and the other stuff works really well in the other. And so I think, you know, for our listeners, you know, if if it sounds like it's something that you can use, you you know, you can check out the video that we'll share uh, from Sarah showing how to do it. Um, you can also, you know, obviously Google and see all the different options um, that are out there and how it's used. Um, or you can get in touch with us and we can help you get organized. And I'll, I'll bring Shirag as well with me to, to help you out as well. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, so to do that, of course, uh, you can reach Alina on social media. So that's at Declutterme, which is at D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R-M-E um, on her website. That's Declutterme.com. Um, as always, you can find all the episodes of the show in your favorite podcast player. You can also look up Declutterme.com slash podcast to see them. Um, and if you're enjoying the show, you know, Give us a review. Uh, you can find us again in Apple Podcasts to do that. You can do that on IMDb now. Um, and yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we're on IMDb now. This is like so cool. No, <laughs> we're with yeah. like actors and actresses. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're listed. I'm listed as an actress now on IMDb, aren't I? Or yeah, something? The, the way IMDb does its listing at the moment, even whether it's a podcast or otherwise, like everything's a show. And so a show has yeah. actors in it. It's just that you are acting as your, I mean, you're not acting, but you're yourself. Yeah, you're, you're, you're yourself. <laughs> but by the way, that's, you know, it's the same for talk shows, right? Like late night talk shows, when, when celebrities make appearances on them, they get credit for it, but they get credit as self, right? They're, yeah. they're not playing a character. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah, how it is. Nice. But yeah. This is us in real life. We're not a character. <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> anyway. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.